Welcome to this conveyance in Matters chat, which we've called Do Clothes Make the Conveyancer? Welcome to Conveyancing Matters with Lorraine and Stu. Join us for a chat about all things property. So, Stu, hello. You've had platy jubes, mate. You've had platy jubes. How are you? <laughs> I'm not too bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thanks. I thought platy jubes was a really awful phrase until I'd seen it on Twitter. About Horrific. Times. And then I thought it was really funny and I went for it. And then it sounded <laughs> like something it shouldn't. But... Um, but maybe, maybe platted, maybe platted tubes is something we can talk about too. Because what we thought we'd talk about today, didn't we? And we yeah. chatted a bit about our fair is um, sort of dress standards in conveyancing. Do clothes make the conveyancer? Yeah. Um, I think it's becoming a bit of an issue for firms. Yeah. Um, and, you know, standards of dress do, I think probably when you and I started, I mean, everyone was expected to turn up looking like you do. Certainly yeah. boys. Lovely boys were expected to turn up looking like you. Suited and booted. Yep. Yep. Well, I can't, I, you know, for me, um, as you've seen from these videos, I'm always sort of wearing a shirt and a tie. Um, you know, that's sort of minimum, really. But I'd always be in a suit virtually every day that I come to the office, you know, whatever the weather, whether it's hot or not. Um, but I think it's going to be something that totally divides opinions. I know here at my firm, there's always a clambering for more dress down and a relaxed attitude to what people are wearing. But um, I think we've both got an opinion on this one, haven't we? Yeah, I think so, Stu. I mean, certainly sort of smart dress in the legal office was, was always the absolute expectation. And certainly when I, uh, you know, started, you know, a million, billion years ago, you know, before you were born, Stu, when I, um, you know, when I started in practice, there was always an expectation about, frankly, what, you know, what, what everybody would wear. Everybody was expected to look smart, you know, um, so on. And, and I just feel that, you know, that has been chipped away at in recent years. Um, and for a long time, we've had either things like, you know, jeans for jeans day, of course, yeah. or dress down Fridays. I mean, have you ever had dress down Fridays, Stu? Yeah, I have to admit, we have um, a dress down Friday. The last Friday of every month uh, is dress down day for us. And we ask the staff to chip in a, a pound and that gets donated to charity, all that kind of thing. So we do do a bit of it to try and help. Um, we do maybe the odd day if it's to mark an occasion, you know, if it's maybe, I don't know, um, Guy Fawkes or Valentine's Day, we might do something on the odd other day. Um, but generally here we have a, a, a certain standard in terms of the way I'd expect both um, the males and the females uh, to wear. You know, when I started, it wasn't even a suit. It was, you know, the top button had to be properly done up, certain not on the tie. Um, you know, going back to the late 90s, literally it was that kind of uh, regime. Um, yeah. I'm not saying now I particularly believe in that, but I do think there's an element of, you know, looking professional, um, you know, gives the appearance uh, to your clients, especially if they're coming in the office, um, that, that you act in that way. And of course, you know, even though we now deal with people so remotely, there's still a big element that do come into the office and there's a cer certain image you've got to portray. Um, I do think really, you know, with regards to sort of our fees, stuff like that, you know, we can't harp on about fees being low and then people swanning around in shorts and T-shirts. Surely I think there's a, an element of having pride in what we do and uh, being professional and looking the part. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I do think, clothes, you know, the general attitude has been, and I, you know, and to be fair, I sort of, you know, I hope that people disagree in a way, but that, 
that the I way think a lot. I, I, I reckon that it could be 50-50 on this one. Yeah, it, well, it will be interesting. Maybe we should do a poll after we put this out to, mm-hmm. you know, shorts and flip-flops in the in the legal office, yes or no, when a conveyancing office. But I think there's generally, a, you know, been, as you say, a sort of an, the attitude that, you know, a certain way of dressing sort of sets a standard of professionalism. And as you quite rightly said, um, you know, that was always a very big issue and a very mm-hmm. big deal when people were going to come into the office. And, of course, I think what's actually interesting about that from a conveyancer's point of view, and this is something that I talk about on other courses too, is that you couldn't sort of say, for example, um, pre-pandemic uh, particularly, yeah. uh, but you couldn't say, well, okay, we'll, uh, we'll make all our appointments for Tuesdays and Thursdays mm. and we'll dress down the rest of the week because people won't come in. Because of all the practice areas, conveyancing is the one where people generally think it's okay yeah. just to turn up at any time without yeah. an appointment and be seen. Yeah. Would you agree? More more than 50% of people that attend the office don't have an appointment. Yeah. Uh, way more than 50%. And there's people that just will, you know, drop by um, just to, you know, drop off a contract or a transfer um, rather than sort of scanning it or putting it in the post. So, yeah, I massively think there's a large proportion of people that yeah. will visit the office. And I think appearances, you know, do account for a lot. Um, I, but, okay, it, I mean, it's a bit of a cliche, but you do... Yeah. Um, you, you only have the one chance to make a first impression, which is such a cliche, but it's actually true. I think from, from my point of view, there's a number of things you could sort of throw at this, couldn't you? You know, uh, being clean shaven. Yeah, I mean, less of an issue for me, obviously now. I mean, I, I, I try and keep it down. But, yeah, um, yeah, I wasn't talking about myself, but um, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, is is being clean shaven a thing? I, again, I'm, I'm harping back 25 years, but I'm not sure whether, again, having a, a stubbly beard would have been that okay yeah i mean I, yeah i think a bearded property lawyer you know 25 years ago kind of tended to stick out i mean we've got you know we've got the you know the lovely hipsters now who um uh, who've made it an okay thing and actually can look very tidy and very lovely and have you know beard grooming kits and it will be jolly mild <laughs> i think it's a question of fact and degree but i think you know as we've been discussing off air to you know it's fair to say obviously that you know lockdown hastened many things mm. and of course, uh, all, all sort of sitting at home in our in our Jimmy Jams on Zoom was certainly one of them, and and a, and a more relaxed attitude has been allowed to creep in. You know, mm. whether it's your dog joining into the Zoom or one of your kids walking by or something, and sitting in your, you know, sitting in your PJs in your bottom half, which I may or may not be doing right now, Steve, and I'm and I'm not going to tell you obviously because I'd have to shoot you. But I think you know the lockdowns hasten change with the with the return to office where people are returning to the office. And that also is probably a a separate conversation, Stu. But, um, you know, I think we're seeing fewer clients face to face. Um, So the question is, if people are returning to the office, given that we're going to see fewer people, given that perhaps the expectation over the last couple of years has changed, um, you know, is it okay to wear? jeans and t-shirts all the time um you know what what do your clients think to do as a matter of interest um i'm not really sure that wearing t-shirts is the one um you know maybe no tie could be argued not too bad but you know jeans and t-shirt you know you, undoubtedly it's not going to affect the job that the conveyancer does what they wear is it um so the well, clients some would the argue same. of course that they would be able to do it better so would you feel would you feel more relaxed and a little bit freer 
um, sitting there looking gorgeous in your t-shirts, Stu, as you as you may as you may be now. Um, not not for me, not really. I don't mind wearing a suit though, so it doesn't bother me. I don't wear mine a shirt and tie. You know, I kind of feel proud to wear it because you know you want to give off that professional image. Um, well, that does kind of link into a point I was going to make to you about you know um, whether you're SRA or CLC regulated. Firms are regulated. And both the SRA and the CLC, um, you know, do have uh, points in their codes of conduct. The SRA has principle two, which says we've got to, you know, act in a way um, that holds public trust and confidence in the solicitor's profession. And the CLC says that we um, mustn't act in a manner which might bring the legal profession into disrepute. So... You know, you're sitting there in a T-shirt, Stu, but I've got to pose the question. You know, what about, I don't know, what about vests and tattoos? Oh, yeah. Vests and tattoos. You know, I've got to say it, mate. Stu, you've got your tats out. You've got oh. your tats out, mate. Right, right you ready then? I know, I'm we're going to have to put some of that in. <laughs> I was going to go and say now, no, surely not tattoos. Tattoos on shows, definitely a thing, you know, you can't do. Yeah. What about piercings? <laughs> Don't tell me you've got a piercing to show me, mate. <laughs> Can't do that. Can I? <laughs> Surely not. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, no. I've got to ask, now that you've got them out for the lads, though, Stu, what are they? What are your tats, mate? Are we, not, are we recording this bit now? Yes. <laughs> we can't, yes. surely. We can. I want to know. I want to know. What are your tats? Oh, God. Um, it was back in the day when I thought it was fashionable. There was a cross there and then... When I thought it was fashionable to have a sleeve, I had all sorts of different things done on it and so on and so forth. But yeah. So what can I say? the question the tattoo, is be... tattoos on show. Is that yes. a good thing? Surely. I'm not well, sure. It wouldn't be if you've got, you know, bingo wings like I've got, Stu. You can probably get away with it, mate. Uh, probably on, you know, on the beach in Las, Las Palmas or wherever. But, you know, the serious question really, I suppose, is having a, Having frankly loved your tattoos and the thought of you having a piercing that you're going to show the conveyance <laughs> of the world, um, is does the way you're dressed now could somebody subjectively say the way you're dressed brings the firm it brings the profession into disrepute? Could somebody take that argument? I think my opinion would be yes. Yeah, I, it's a subjective argument, and I think that's yeah. probably a really important point to make to people that yeah. this whole issue about professionalism. Everybody might love the way you're dressed and nobody might care. I don't think so. Highly embarrassing. Oh, I, I love it, Stu. I'm right into it. But that's a different matter altogether. I mean, just for the sake of our lovely audience, I would just like to say that Stu has been changing on Zoom for me off air. So you didn't get to see that. But don't worry. He didn't think I could see him, but you can see the PCS <laughs> a bit of perspex in the back there because I saw everything. It's all right. But, you know, the really important point, I think, from this is, you know, tattoos, piercings, whatever, they're very much a thing now, very much an accepted part of, of, you know, the way people present themselves. Loads of stuff on social media about, you know, you shouldn't be judging me because of my tattoos. But, but I, think this, the, I think the whole thought process behind tattoos is massively changed, isn't it? I think there was a stigma 
um, but you're talking 25 plus years ago. Um, now, discrete tattoos that are covered, certainly no problem with them whatsoever. Um, tattoos on show, depends where they are, don't they? I mean, for me, anything on an arm, not particularly a problem. It wouldn't bother me at all. Um, I think we've got a couple here that might have you know, um, small tattoos, discrete ones on their hands even. Um, I think anything on the face, um, maybe I'd worry about um, and what a client would perceive. Because at the end of the day, you know, we are acting on behalf of our clients and it's probably what they perceive rather than maybe what I would. Um, you know, tattoos don't bother me, piercings don't personally bother me. But what do the clients think? That's the important thing, isn't it? Yeah, and it is. And I think, you know, um, uh, it's, it's, it's a difficult one for people in the job market these days, particularly the legal mm. job market, to navigate because I think there is an enormous amount uh, that, that's absolutely right about people saying you know this is me this is how i'm going to present myself yeah. the fact that yeah. a tattoo and a piercing doesn't affect my ability to do my job I i'm completely all for that but you know i think probably you know parts of the legal profession are kind of behind the you know probably behind the mm -hmm. times but as i say probably because of the client base and the perception um and of course there's also that possibility particularly if we've lots of firms have got hybrid work in stew that um um, you know, is it fair that the expectation of those turning up to the office, you know, is, is oh, going to be different? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Uh, it really is. You know, what happens if, you know, you need a particular member of staff and you're interviewing and the best candidate turns up, um, you know, with multiple tattoos, piercings? What then? I know. I think it's a really difficult one for law firm managers and sort of HR uh, in law firms to actually navigate to sort of set yeah. the boundaries whatever the particular yeah. firm thinks are appropriate boundaries I mean I might even be getting into employment law issues that I'm not aware of and that's you know just you know certainly a possibility yeah. um, but you know I, I think it's a difficult one for firms I think if people are in any doubt they should ask but I think what would be difficult about your scenario Stu the um, you know the perfect person's turn up you know, with, with more metal yeah. on them than, than, you know, the average, you know, ACDC fan, is if you if you bring that person into your employment arena who looks, you know, who's who's allowed to have, you know, a lot more tattoos and piercings and so on on show than, than everybody else that you've employed, well, yeah. kind of by definition, you've, you've, you've set a precedent for everybody else. Of course, of course. Mm. But, um, but so maybe, you know, I think it's a thought for thought for law firms, particularly for conveyancing firms, I think our clients are still going to want to sort of see us. And I would love to close this one now, Stu, and, and ask our lovely viewers the question, you know, do would do they think of you any differently? Would they think of you any differently uh, if you, um, you know, saw them in the office and or, or sat on conveyancing matters for the last two years just like that? Personally, it works for me, mate. Obviously, they would do, won't they? People would, yeah. You know, the illusion would be that you're not as professional sitting there in a vest top than you would be in a shirt and tie, surely. Exactly, and that's my question. <laughs> I think on that particular sartorial bombshell, Stu, that would be an appropriate. It'd be place. interesting to hear what everybody thinks, won't it, on this one? I completely agree. I, I think it'll be really, really split. Love to know what people think, and we'll report back. And uh, but I guess that you might not be getting Stu in a khaki vest again. But no I'm chance. <laughs> no chance. Maybe the next conveyance matters live, Stu. That's the next time you have to get your cats out. Uh, you have to get yours out then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any.
just like oh right okay <laughs> well that's a good one Stu thanks ever so much for that no mate. And, uh, and thanks for well thanks for what I'm looking at mate is all I can say take care all right, and take care see ya bye <laughs>